you are listening to this week's installment of the Path of a Believer podcast. Hello and welcome back to another podcast. Uh, thank you guys for joining us for now week three. We just yeah. finished up our, our second podcast with SBG and I hope you guys really enjoyed having SBG on the podcast show yeah. and, I'm gl- and it was just so awesome to hear his story hear his testimony yes. hear how god has used his songs and his writings to impact the people around him if you guys have not listened to episode two make sure you guys go back before you even listen to this episode make sure you guys go back and listen to episode two if you guys are brand new to this podcast and you guys are listening to app on the apple podcast spotify. Uh, spotify anchor or youtube now i welcome you guys i hope that god touches you and i hope that you guys will be able to feel the presence of God, the way we feel in our lives, the way we have experienced God, and that God can work in you even more than yes. He works in us, because this is who God is. God, Jesus calls us to be like Him, and this is our whole entire goal: is to be like Jesus, to spread Amen. God's word from the, the beginning of the world all the way to the end. Now, guys, I hope you guys will have a blessed time listening to this podcast. In today's episode, we once again have Vasily. Daniel and our guest speaker, which is an amazing person that is just so fueled by God's grace and so fueled by God's mercy. His name is Tim. I call him Tim the Worshipper because he <laughs> is the worshiper. Uh, literally, I love having him around for worship and I love just being around him in the presence of God. It's just, it's just like a fire, it's like putting gasoline over a fire pit. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Tim, I want you to just introduce yourself. Where are you from? How old are you? Hi everybody, my name is Tim, I'm 26 years old. Um, I lived all around the West Coast, uh, California and stuff. Um, Grew up in a Christian home and my parents and and family were, you know, raised in a Christian family, but um, for most of my childhood and early teen years and stuff, I've been doing a lot of moving around. So I've never really had like, um, never really stayed in one state for longer than a couple of years, so. uh, we are in Florida now, if you guys know where we are. We are in Florida. When did you come to Florida? Um, in the beginning of January 2017. Oh, so you're like brand new here. Yeah, yeah. That's I didn't really know that. Recent. That's, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. And before you came to Florida, which state were you in? I was in California. Which part? Uh, Sacramento. Sacramento. Okay. okay. Yeah. Where, all the, where all the Russians are? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Uh, Moscow. Slava gang, bro. Yeah. That's right. Well... We're glad to have you in Florida. Welcome to Sunshine State. I'm, like, I'm like two years too late, and I'm sure you experienced the heat <laughs> and everything else already. But you said that, that you encountered God pretty early in your life. Uh, what Can you share us with yeah. that experience? So I remember, actually, this is a memory I'll never forget. Um, when I was about six years old, I went to um, a children's camp encounter, and I remember encountering the Lord there. Mm-hmm. And during a prayer, there were doing like an encounter prayer and I experienced the undeniable like overwhelming presence of God and for some reason it just felt like my heart was breaking at that point like I just started to weep like uncontrollably for about an hour Wow! and that was like my first real touch from God when I was a child and throughout all of this um, throughout my crazy life and just moving around and everything and meeting different types of people I had a friend when I was about, you know, 16 or 15, um, who pretty much she was agnostic, which means it's not, it's like borderline atheism. It's, it's like they're, they're pretty much saying where, you know, I'm not sure there's a God, but I'm not going to say that there is one. 
Yeah, yeah. So he would always, he was a really intelligent guy and, you know, he'd always tell me like things that, you know, sounded believable. So from there, I kind of just stopped believing. I really lost my faith. And you kind of transitioned to like the carnal mindset. Yeah, yeah. So my, my, um, my testimony is about really like just the prodigal son that went so far gone, so far lost. Like I ended up pretty much eating slop with the pigs until I woke up one day and said, wait, I know that God is here. I know he exists. Why don't I call out to him? And, you know, and, and every now and then it would be out of like my moments of desperation. I, I would say those, God, if you're there, come rescue me. You know, those kind of prayers. And it was, um, it was, I believe through those prayers and maybe through the prayers of my grandmother that I'm still alive today, you know, just by the grace of God and, and his mercy. Um, I started getting into drugs from a very young age. Alcohol started off with, you know, alcohol and drugs. And, you know, nobody wakes up one morning with a needle sticking in their arm, but, you know, it progressively started with pain medications and, you know, pills and stuff and stuff that seemed seemingly innocent then to um, a heavy, nasty heroin habit, wow. and which lasted about two or three years. How old wow. were you when you... Like, so yeah, I started doing um, heroin when I was about 18. Wow. And it was on and off, but I sobered up around the age of, actually, no, I started heroin probably like 16 and it was about wow. the, through the ages of 16 through 19. Wow. I was, sh you know, shooting up and doing other stuff and just all the drugs. I've, I've tasted everything like this world has to offer. And, but after like tasting like of God's mercy and his love, um, and this is actually something I want to share is like what with people like wonder why do I worship um, so intently with all my heart you know it's because I've experienced such mercy such grace it's, it, it, it came over me so intensely like his love that I experienced was so great I, I can't not worship you know I can't not praise God for yes. for the salvation he's given me that, um, is, that is very good you know God if you guys do not know what the prodigal son um, sermon is about, it's about a, a child who grew up in a loving family, a loving home, and he decided to take his inheritance from his father and go out into the world and pretty much fend for himself. He didn't need his father at that point. And he went to fend for himself, so he met, he met the wrong crowd, the wrong family, the wrong people, and he just kept falling over and over and over again. And then when he ran out of money, when he ran out of things to give to his family uh, to his friends <clears throat> he ended up having to work with pigs and he would have to eat what pigs ate to actually survive and then when he realized that wait my dad is actually has a big house he, he the servants in that house are being treated much better than I am right now why don't I go to him and at least maybe work for him you know maybe he'll take me back that way and when he was coming back the father seeing him from afar dropped everything that he was doing ran out to him into the field hugged him and he said finally my son has come home you know and he threw him a feast when he came home he threw him a feast that was amazing and then he gave him the ring to the um to the inheritance of the family and like you think about it like that's that's just showing that how great and wonderful the love of our father is that through the desperations that we we go through He's still there, and he's just waiting out up in the balcony, just looking out for us, just like yeah. whenever, when will he, yes. when will he come home? And he can hear every single time that uh, your prayers went out. I'm sure that God was was there hearing it. And he's just like, 
He's just like, you'll come home still. I believe you'll come home. Welcome me back with wide open arms. That's right. Amen to that. And I just wanted to share like a little bit of how I how I came back to the Lord. And, you know, through my earlier years, I was, you know, I, had a, I was in a relationship with the girl who I was in with for a very long time. And it was, um, it was a very toxic relationship. And through like of that moment, actually right around the time when I moved to Florida, when I started to accept the Lord into my life, cause I, you know, it was, I was very fresh of like just getting um, cleaned up from everything I've been through. And I haven't quite accepted God at that time, but I was starting to pray and starting to go to church and starting to seek him. Yeah. And you know, my partner wasn't on board with all that. So, you know, I was, I was starting to see like huge, uh, huge problems and, and difficulties because you know we were we were on two separate paths yeah and i started just to pray out to god and you know I, I started to see like at that point in my life i just felt like my life was um part of like what what job went through when yeah. i had lost like everything from my family to you know everything i've ever had and even like from the from the depression and shock that that caused me to have my body would I was actually starting to suffer because of my emotional like distress and everything else my my physical health was starting to like just go down and everything and if it wasn't through like the evident miraculous signs that God was showing me through that season of pruning like when he was just pruning off all the things that couldn't exist because he knew my my intention was to get closer to him if it wasn't for his evident hand in my life, if it wasn't for the things that I saw that happened that were so undeniable, I would have probably blamed God for that. I probably would have said, well, this is your fault, you know, or, um, and this is something actually some people might not understand, but when people ask like, why do these kind of things happen? Why does, why do bad things happen in my life? You know, people start to blame God. They start to think, God is punishing me or God is doesn't love me it's not that God doesn't love you it's not that God's trying to punish you it's because you chose the wrong path to begin with you yes you, see God created us with the free will we're not robots Amen. everybody has a free will to choose right or wrong yeah and when we decided to say no God you know your idea sounds good but I think I'm gonna go my own path yeah God steps back he says okay you have your free will and that's when the enemy comes in and starts to destroy our lives because God is no longer, he's not going to protect you if you're not, you know, if you're not following him. So that's where um, we start to choose our own path. And that's when things start to, you know, get kind of destroyed. You, well, you mentioned, um, you know, the kind of like the relationship you had and uh, you kind of had to drop that. It really reminds me of this verse from the Bible where it says, those who want to follow me have to leave their mother, brother, father, sister, yeah, everything, all, everything basically. Um, because, you know, you, you can have basically everything laid down, just like that one guy in the Bible where he came up to Jesus and he's like, Jesus, I, I do this, I do this, I do this. He's like, awesome. Now give away everything you have to the poor. And he couldn't because... He had so much invested into it, and he just walked away sad because he couldn't give it back. And I really honor you, brother, like for just taking that step to put that stuff aside and you know choose the 
path that I think personally um, isn't always as easy to start out with, yeah. especially, um, you know, I don't know about you, but I had when I was coming back kind of this situation where, you know, you were talking about the prodigal son where uh, the prodigal son's brother, he was very angry of him, you know, right, just, yeah. Did you have that kind of situation when you were coming back? Did you ever have any people kind of have this like, oh, like I know who you are, I, like I know what you did? Um, I wouldn't say so because I was so isolated from from everything and every everybody at that point. All I could do is um, like, God, God's given me the amazing ability as well to forgive and forget myself and everybody who's hurt me in the in the past and through the whole situation. And I believe that's, um, that's only a gift that God can, can give you, you know, like true forgiveness, you know, when you've forgiven somebody, when you can speak about something like this and you don't feel like pain associated with the, with the memories, you know, you know, um, going forward now, like you met God, where was that point in your life? I know you said that you had those prayers going out as you were going through all your um, addictions. Where was that point in your life when God said, enough, like, come here? Yeah, so this was, even though I was, I was praying and like I was starting to seek God more and more through that time of um, my, my whole life kind of falling apart, if you will. Um, through that time, it was, you know, I started to, to see you know, that God is moving in my life. And it was such a con like such, such confirmations that everything happened, happened for a reason and not just like, you know, um, it was such a confirmation that I just continued to seek him. And I started going to church more often and everything was just lining up. And I ended up somehow, um, in a small Baptist church in here in Port Charlotte. And they took me in, um, they baptized me, and that was the point right there where I just felt like, you know, I've, I've, I was given a new life, you know, and mm-hmm. like everything has been, I, I was given a second chance, you know, there's no condemnation or shame or guilt or anything, like, I feel like my, my life just, like it was, the, the only best way I could describe it was just like looking out, you know, on the beach and you just see a new horizon, like, yeah, your 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 slate is wiped clean, you know. <laughs> it's a it's a good thing that we do our baptisms at the beach, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so you were baptized with water baptism. When when did you feel that that you were baptized with the Holy Spirit? When were you born again? This is an interesting question. So I was baptized in September um, twenty second, two thousand and eighteen, and from that point on, I felt like the Holy Spirit was working in my life. But for some reason, it just, um, I had a lot of ups and downs. I was, I felt like I was um, slipping, you know, and it was, it felt like a roller coaster ride, you know, of just ups and downs. Like I would be really on fire for the Lord one month and then the next month, like I'd slip and fall. And then it was just that way for about good six to eight months. You know, that right there is pretty much how my life was right after baptism and I only figured out later on after it was all over that it was the devil that was uh, whenever right, you, right. whenever you're baptized you're you're got this huge target on your back like i need to get him back you know that was just like i need him and like i can't let go of him that easily so he sends this whole army after you and like for me 
<clears throat> I thought I was I thought I was doing good. Like I I honestly thought that there was no bad in me. Like okay, I did I did a few things, but like that wasn't that wasn't that didn't mean that I like failed God. And it wasn't until one moment we were driving the car with my wife and she 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 said something to me where I just realized like oh my goodness I'm actually far away from God at this moment you know but the devil right after baptism it almost felt like the next day it was just throwing everything at me and it, it was almost felt like <clears throat> okay being bombarded being bombarded being bombarded and I felt I felt confident in myself which is where your confidence should not lie I felt confident in myself that I'll be able to make it through and I won't be, be one of those people that fall out of Christianity or I felt confident that I wouldn't be that person that like lets go of God. But that confidence in myself was the biggest deceiving factor that I had in my mm. life because mm. that confidence in myself yeah. put a blind mask over me that I didn't realize that I felt. Right, right. But you didn't need like need, you didn't need a savior at that point. You felt like it was just. Yeah. And like I went through like it's it's crazy to look back at it now bro like i went through all of my dating uh life thinking that like i'm so good in god and like i built my whole relationship with my with my wife all on god but it was like and i know it was god doing it and it wasn't even me like planning it but it was god integrating himself into my marriage ahead of time so that it won't be that i need to pull him into my marriage later on and he was integrating himself already ahead of time even though i didn't realize like how far i was away from him and then when we got married, we were driving in the car with Sarah. And then one time, like one night, she just said, we were driving back from a good worship night. And all of a sudden she said, Vasya, I feel like I need to tell you like that. Yes, you're, you're a perfect husband. I love you with everything I have, but you're not a good spiritual leader. And when that, like those words like sounded, it was almost like a, like a big, like red flag, big alarm, like stop right here. You've messed up. Go back. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. And like my whole entire life, just, just, it was almost like I hit a wall. I was like, okay, where did I go next? And like, that's like that moment where it's just like, okay. And I fell on my knees and I was begging God. Like, I was like, where, where am I at right now? Where did I fall short? Like, bring me back to where you want me to be. And like begging, begging, begging. And like, I know I'm just, I'm steering you into my, my testimony now, but like that time that I was begging God, he came in as clear as day with an answer. Like I was begging him for like showing me how to be more like him. And then God put it on Daniel's heart to send me a video of a sermon. And that sermon changed my life forever. You know, that mm -hmm. this whole year, ever since, like this whole guys. year after February 27th was just yeah. completely like it went from like, okay, okay, okay. And then just on fire. Yeah. And, like, I love that because like, it was what God was doing. Like he said it like, and I told him, and I keep telling my wife this, like, like sometimes you don't even know but like god's using you so powerfully to impact my life and like to like change me around to what he needs me to be like he's using you in such ways that i don't even notice it until after the fact like wow that was like from god and like my wife was more in tune than, than i was at that point and she doesn't even know half the time that's the funny thing we were discussing yesterday like she's just like i didn't i didn't even realize that god was using me at that point but it was something that was on her heart in that moment yeah. and that that thing that was on her heart changed my life so um what now you're doing worship now you're doing live yeah so i'd like to talk about like some of my um some of my gifts that i feel like holy spirit's gifted me with you know from, yeah, the, like, from the first day actually i got baptized i started you know i always had a guitar when i was younger and 
I never knew how to play, but I would just sit and like kind of pluck the strings and make different notes. Never knew like any names of any notes or anything, and I literally had no knowledge of guitar. Just I knew how I just liked to noodle around on it. But from the first day I got baptized, actually, you know, I I never sang either, but I started to sing. Like I, I just I was overcome with you know the joy of the Lord, and I started to sing songs and. You know, I picked up the guitar. I learned a couple chords, and I was there was like this one song by uh, by the way by Pat Barrett, and it was like that song was just ringing in my head. You know, it was you know it was the first song I learned, and after that I just started to learn songs, and eventually um, I feel like I, the Holy Spirit really led me to this place in Venice, a, pen, a small Pentecostal church or this decent sized Pentecostal church, and you know I started sign up on the worship team there and I've just been um, worshiping and now it's been about a year since the day I got baptized um, I've seen the Holy Spirit just like teach me and um, raise me up into like just fully being able to worship the Lord in like full spirit and truth you know I've, I've learned how to play like um, many musical instruments since then and not like through a sense of learning but Holy Spirit there's been a moments where I've you know I was teaching somebody and I learned how to play like keys through through the process of teaching somebody and I knew nothing about which in um in translation that's that's only can be done by the Holy Spirit yeah mm-hmm. you know um how how was the process like because I mean that's a pretty radical shift going from Baptist to like Pentecostal like what was I guess that pushing over stage like what were the things happening in your life did you like you know for Vasily, like he was sharing for his big shift he watched that video that like the lord put on my heart to share with him um what was it for you did like, there was something um something that just drew me to um being with pentecostals i don't know what it was even though i had that doubt still built up in my mind about tongues it's not that i doubted it it was just that i did not know i was unsure I didn't know enough about it, and I was like, I took the stance that, you know, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it's it's not true yeah. because I don't know, you know. Discredit it, basically. Yeah, not, that's and that's the stance uh, the Baptist Church had as well. They they didn't judge uh, Pentecostals about speaking tongues or anything. They just yeah. uh, they just didn't practice it. So yeah, I feel like that's the big thing that defines Pentecostals. Like, if you speak in tongues and. I completely disagree with it. Yeah, definitely. Well, it, like, it is one of their evident, uh, evident gifts that they they show. It. Why is because it's the most evident one. Yeah, I know. Like every, almost everybody and their mom speaks in tongues in the Pentecostal church. We actually talked about this in our previous episode, yeah. where we kind of mentioned how. With Vasily. Um, yeah, with Vasily, how you know there's so many different gifts, but sometimes it feels like we're only focusing on this one usually. Yeah, but. You know? Let's not get uh, too, too deep into the... Yeah. No, we're not, we're not. We're not getting yeah. too deep into that. Because that, that is a very, like... It's a very deep subject. I still don't understand the whole entire lies... Be, like, I don't, the whole entire lines behind each each uh, de- de- denomination. Yeah, yeah. And what, what separates it? Like, the biggest revelation that God has showed me is that we're a family. Yeah, absolutely. And a family is like there's a younger brother there's an older brother there's a middle brother there's a the dad there's the mom there's it's it's a whole entire family yes. and when a family comes together a family is there in unity 
and that's when, when that's when when god showed me that like it's it just like wow it's brought me a whole new perspective of how i how i need to respect every single person i come in t- contact with but anyways uh you were saying about your pentecostal uh shift from so Baptist. yeah i was i felt like the holy spirit really led me there and how i know this is because um every part and aspect of my life at that point after i joined the worship team i just started seeing spiritual growth um and it's not like i was i was aiming for necessarily like i wasn't striving to to grow it just happened you know i was just um i was just like full of passion for uh for worshiping and just for knowing more and growing and like staying on that narrow path to just you know looking only at christ and it was about four to five months of just like consistency like consistent growth and um, i I just kept just my my heart the fire in my heart never dwindled after that Mm -hmm. point and i started to learn more about you know the gifts of the holy spirit Mm -hmm. and it was every it was it was um awesome because like after every Mm -hmm. encounter of uh the presence of god i would start to see every aspect of my life from my worship to my scripture reading to to the people I've encountered at work on the streets at, you know in public to the things people uh, conf- confirmations from people every part of my life just it lined up in this perfect balance in this perfect circle it was just everything it was, like, it was, it was like this tunnel vision straight it to was, God it was connected when I opened up the word it, the, the, the you know the words on the on the on the Bible on the pages came to life. You know, wow. it, was, it yeah. was linked with with everything that I was singing. It was linked with everything that I was thinking and everything that I was worrying so and, and you know concerned about. It was just and still is. You know, so that's the difference between like um, between what what I saw and you know I started learning more about the the gifts of the tongues and everything else and. Um, I started, I got, I received the gift of tongues and come on, where, where did you receive the gifts of tongues? Where was the setting? Um, if you mind sharing, if you remember, it was actually, um, it was in, it was at a place in Orlando, Atlanta, Orlando. Oh, Orlando. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what's called that the place we're talking to is a Jesus image or is it Daniel's house? I'm not, I don't remember exactly. That's okay. Orlando's Orlando's amazing in other words. Yeah. But um, for the gift of tongues, I just want to speak a little bit more about that. You know, God has, uh, back when I was younger, even before, like, I received the gift of tongues, actually, it was, like, right after I got baptized, when I was, like, 13 years old, when the Holy Spirit, like, came into my life, it was crazy because, like, it was just, like, one syllable over and over and over and over and over again. I'm just like, okay, I don't, this doesn't seem right. And I was sitting, it was like a little youth gathering in the park, and one of our family friends was like speaking. And he he's the kind of guy that like he speaks out of nowhere, but like whenever he speaks, like there's always like this presence of God that's there. Yeah. And he, when he was speaking, he was speaking about reading from Russian to English translation because that he couldn't he didn't want to forget how to read Russian, and he also didn't want to he also wanted to do better in reading English, so like for school and everything else, because he was still transitioning himself. And when he was saying that, it was almost like this big thing of like, that's exactly how you're supposed to grow and speak in tongues. 
uh, and I'm like, okay, I, it was the practice, like practice that comes behind it. Always speaking in tongues during prayer, always like pushing yourself to, okay, God, I'm gonna let you pray, like I'm gonna let the Holy Spirit pray instead of like me trying to force some words out that, that like put some words to, together. I'm just gonna let the Holy Spirit take up this prayer because that, that that's what the Holy Spirit is there for in our in our hearts to make us to be the the person that um is like the mediator between us and God. Whenever we yes. don't know what to say he says it for us and so when i started practicing like pushing and it didn't come until years later when i started like practicing like tongues and tongues and tongues a lot when god like started building a vocabulary for me of like okay it wasn't like i know a vocabulary but it was like my spirit started learning a vocabulary where like it was almost like i was a little babe that i didn't know (laughs) what to do and like now it's just like i grew and like you see this growth and it's almost like learning a new language where like you speak a language yeah. more often you speak english more often it doesn't matter which language you're from you're going to learn english and if you speak in tongues more often you're going to learn the angelic language uh, angelic language right there and then because god god is there for you to grow it says what's it called asking you shall receive so that this is how you ask like you keep pursuing this one this one thing and that was really important for me because i didn't know what that was and i didn't know how much power it had behind it and that gift of tongues because i wasn't i wasn't i wasn't like it was never explained to me in the right way but then when god himself like explained to me through scripture that this is a way that the holy spirit prays for you this is the way that god likes uh is a mediator for between you and into god like the holy spirit is there to help you along he prays for you so I don't know where I'm actually going with this right now, but so, that's, where, I, that's, what, that's what was on my heart to share. Like, I know somebody yeah. might, might be struggling, like, that you guys are stuck on one little thing. Like, don't don't struggle. Like, keep practicing because this, keep praying and put, putting the fact that praying tongues, praying yeah. tongues if you have the gift of tongues, and, and it will one, grow. One thing for, uh, that really opened it up for me is if you've been baptized um, by the Holy Spirit and you believe, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit is living inside you. All you have to do is just open up the gift. It's there. It's yes. already there inside you. You just have to open it up it's, and receive it. Yeah. So, it, and don't um, don't rush. Don't rush it as well. You will, it will come, you know, naturally when when you are open to receive it. It was uh, it was awesome when uh, Todd White was sharing that he he would prayed for close to a thousand people for healing on every single place that he could find. He would go to Walmart with his daughter and just like every person that he could think about to pray to and nothing happened. <laughs> that could hit you real hard, especially exactly. you're like this kind of like perspective of like, you know, the Lord promises this and then you're not receiving, I guess you could say for a lack of words. Um, yeah it, it really hits that part but i think it gives us more of this point of view of like surrendering and relying on the lord versus like i'm relying on myself and you know it's yeah. like i oh i was born into this i was born with these parents right mm-hmm. and i'm just gonna walk out with this authority but not that's, respect that's their... another thing is if god doesn't do it you got to be okay with that as well yeah yeah um tim this actually brings up this question of like what was your like journey like as you were kind of growing in christ Mm. of knowing the lord as a father Mm. versus a far and distant yeah so continuing on god um, yeah continuing on so after my you know growth and, and spiritual growth 
there would be moments where I would lose my peace, um, whether it be at work, whether it be from you know the surrounding environment that I was in. And part of that was just you know working and living in the world. You're always going to be encountering people who are profane people. You know, you're going to see things of the world. And the thing is, um, you you don't have to let that stuff bother you. You know, if yeah. you stay like you keep your eyes set on Christ. You can experience, you know, the presence of the Lord even in those moments where people, where you're in darkness, because you are you are meant to be the light of the world, and wherever there's darkness, the light will shine brighter. Yeah. But still, it's it, I still felt like it was not healthy to to surround myself in that kind of work environment. You know, mm. the people I was uh, talking to at work and stuff. It was just constant negativity. So I just began to pray for God to kind of. Um, same thing just remove me or or deliver me out of that situation and kind of say like god was faithful to do it come on and he did it in a way where i'm still on good terms with everybody i still like uh i still can go back there and do work if needed and like i've just watched god from um from deliver me out of that situation where i was where i was in a bad environment he was just like set me free from anything that made me lose my peace like I, anything I prayed for I was um, I received it you know and I've I watched God God from not just being like someone I pray to but from being my father who provides for my every need who, Come on. who provides for every financial need who provides for every um, every time I'm feeling disappointed or that's so good or like lost or, or hurting where I just need a father to come to and talk to like he's always there he's He's always been there. He's been there all along. He's, he's just, um, you know, he's always been there all along. That's, that's it's, so it's powerful, very important bro. to see God as our heavenly father. Uh, you know, you just sharing that. Wow. It's just powerful. I, I mean, I'm just getting like hit by the Lord <laughs> in a good way. Um, but no, dude, I, I mean, it's so true what? what you're saying about the whole, like, you know, you're still on good terms with those people that you right. left. You know, part of that also is like, you know, I've seen God from like become not not only become a heavenly father, but defender. You know, I've watched like part of that comes from surrender. You know, this is this is why surrendering, fully surrendering yourself to Christ and knowing what it means to live your life and surrender, not worrying about what tomorrow brings. You know, just like Christ uh, wrote, like uh, said. You know, don't look at the birds in the sky. They don't worry about what they eat because they know that the Heavenly Father will provide for them. Yes. If He's going to care enough for the birds, how much more does He care for you? Yes. Jesus. So, Thank you. you know, that's that's kind of in a moment of struggle and in a tough time when you don't are just not feeling certain. Put your trust in the Lord. Put your trust mm-hmm. and just test Him on it. Test Him on it and see what He will do for you. That, you know, that, that's like the testimony my sister was sharing back when I was younger, which really impacted me for some reason a lot when I was younger uh, my older sister she said that one day she I mean we, we were never short of money but like we didn't have money to spare all the yeah, time yeah. and so she didn't have enough gas and she didn't want to ask dad for money because we were going through a tough time 
and she needed to drive all the way to Fort Myers and she didn't have money for gas and like the night before she fell asleep she this verse kept ringing seek the kingdom of God first and uh, that's right everything will and fall everything in place. else will fall in place and she just kept repeating this and she just said God this is for you I just want to seek your name and like she just kept uh, going in for God yeah. she woke up the next morning and her gas tank was full wow and like that didn't fill it up I didn't fill it up no one else touched her car and like her gas tank was full and she went all the way to Fort Myers and back with a full gas tank it just reminds me of the story where uh, the prophet came to the house of that poor family and the lady barely had anything for her own family and he's just like go do it just do it in faith you know Um, and it just filled up all the oil a little bit of oil filled up filled up that's right. I don't know how many, like hundreds of yeah. things, but like that's where your whole entire sub, uh, or your whole entire faith and yielding comes into, is that God will provide. That's God right. Will provide. All, you just trust in Him, you know, and test Him on it. If you if you're going through anything right now in your life, if you're if you're struggling with you know emotional things, financial, you know, you're just not sure on what to do in life. Just try it. Trust Him and stop worrying. Stop worrying about the things that you cannot control and know that there's a God that holds everything in the palm of his hands. All you have to do is just trust in him. Yeah, as you're speaking, like this one song just keeps ringing. And like, if you guys are listening, go listen to the song. It's God, I look to you. You're where my help comes from. Oh, yeah, that's a good one right there. And like that song just keeps ringing in my head. It's God, I look to you. You're where my help comes from. That's so that's so good. And like the thing is like even for me like looking at ministry and like how god does ministry for people it's so bad like mind-boggling like how god does it because people that don't have any funds and all of a sudden they buy out buildings buy out that's that's true buy out stadiums just to have worship services like that's like it's crazy i haven't been employed for five months and can i say like the lord's been faithful to provide I have, not, I have not been in need. I have not, I have, I've, there's not one thing I need right now. Like if you ask me, hey, do you, you know. Just now, being now fed by the Lord, bro. It's, and the Lord's not only provided for my every need, but blessed me abundantly wow. in ways that I can't imagine. When, when, when every time I receive a blessing, I just say, thank you, God. You know, this is right. a gift from you. You know, uh, didn't you go to a school of worship? What's that? Did you go to a school of worship or did you go to anywhere for like a Bible school? No. No? No. See, uh, like, uh, those people that go for Bible schools and things like that, like, SMBS is a good is a good uh, thing. Yeah. Like, they leave their jobs, they leave their families. Mm-hmm. Some of them married, leave their families, and, like, they just go out. And for six months, with no work, they still got bills coming in. And then, like, God just, like, here, Absolutely, take, take, yeah. five, take six months off. Let me take right. care of you. Right, right, right. And, you know? Well, I'm preparing yeah. um, to possibly go to shop Sarasota House Prayer and, um, in the fall. Nice. Oh wow, that's awesome! Brother. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. I've I've always uh, like for my life, and it was it was crazy because like I was thinking to myself like God, do you want me to go into Bible school? Do you want me to go into like some kind of biblical college that I can learn more about you? And my answer was no. Like that was clear for me no. But for my sister, or like her answer was you need to go. And then my dad said no to her. And then, yeah. and then my dad's like, no, you cannot go. And then my sister's like, went back to pray for God. And my dad's sitting at church and God like speaks to him clearly. Like, let your, let your daughter go to Bible school. And it was so powerful. Like my dad's testimony about like how God told him that it was called to let uh, my sister go to Bible school. But for your life, for your talents, for your, your music, 
how has that impacted the people that you're around like your friends your the people that you gather with how has that impacted them do you feel you know it's I, I can't really comment on that because I'm not I'm not sure how honestly people um, have been impacted or not I can only say how it's impacted my own life and for my own life it keeps me sober-minded it keeps me um, well on that track you surround yourself like I know you go to to worship nights and like worship days and okay, like where you yeah. guys like meet. so there's you surround yourself with these people that are on fire for God yeah how does that like that's that that's that's a better it's, version of what I'm trying to say okay. how has that impacted you um, it impacted me greatly and every time I leave with with the touch from God every time I leave with with something that stays you know it's it's such a sweet blissful like just dwelling in his presence just worshiping him and with like with your open heart with just with all your open heart you know it's it's unlike anything i can explain i can't put it into words yeah there's just some stuff you can't i mean i totally understand what you're going from um it there's moments where you you're just around people and like yesterday last night we uh, <laughs> had a little can i say like uh, sorry to interrupt um i've tasted and seeing everything this world has to offer and there's nothing sweeter than just one all the days of my life that i've spent trying things things that the world thinks is fun things that people think is fun all the partying all the drugs all the whatever nothing all those days combined not all of them not combined one not one thing can compare to just one moment in god's presence one touch it changes everything yes yes and you know it's just that feeling that you get whenever the holy spirit comes on you and it's like you're my son you're my son you're my son that's like almost every single time when i come to uh what's called his presence and like whenever i like it was almost like every time i wake up it's almost like i love you and every time, every time i fall asleep i love you and like Absolutely. every time I look, I look to the side. I love you, and like my my mind is always ringing with the Holy Spirit saying, "I love you," and like you're my son, and I love you, and it builds this heart of worship for like Absolutely. for me especially. Like like I know you love worship. It's and a life, it's a lifestyle for me. It's not just something I do. It's, exactly. I'm I'm, I'm, every, I'm soaking in worship. Like you said, every every morning when I wake up, it's the first thing I do is worship <laughs> the Lord. Every night when I go to so sleep, good, it's it's worship the Lord. And well, that's, during that's my, kind of like what I was trying to say. Like. It was that mindset shift for me where I didn't know how to worship forever. I didn't know what worshiping for a long time mean. I know that I can come to church, powerful service, goodbye, go home. It wasn't until like God touched me and just like taught me that the, to get into him, like to get to him, it's through praises and thanksgiving. There's nothing you can do. I mean, you, you can read the you can read the Bible. You can do good things, donate to charity, do all sing all the right songs, you know, do all the right things. But unless your um, your eyes are set on Jesus and just like truly worshiping Him with in uh, spirit and truth, in spirit and truth, just yes. just there's nothing you can do by your own works to come to Him. That would eliminate the need for a savior. That's you know, right. That's, that's, that's right. the reason why we rely and cling to Jesus is because we need Him. We can't we can't get we come need. to heaven by our own righteousness. We we we're we're so in need of Jesus. There's this thing I like to mention. It's um, you know, the verse where it says, "Enter His courts with thanksgiving." I mean, His gates with thanksgiving yes, yes. and His courts with praise. Yes, and it's this 
perspective of like, sure, we can thank the Lord, but you're only going to be at the gates. And I'm pretty sure that the courts are a lot closer to the Lord, you know, than the gates. So it's like when you live in that place of praise and worship like David did, you're so close to the heart of the Father and you start recognizing the things that hurt the Father and the things that the Father delights in. Can I share um, about that? Yeah. Actually, I was on a job um, three days ago, and this is not the first time that I've seen I've seen the Holy Spirit work through people to, uh, to me in a way where like I was in need of it when I first came to Christ. And then after like really just um, seeing the Holy Spirit work through me for people was has been an experience. There's been times at work where, you know, I was just sitting at work working and a truck driver pulls up and he's like, hey, I don't know what it is, you know, and there's three, three g- gates at that shop. When I worked there at the time, he pulls out truck driver, freight truck driver, pulls, gets out of his truck. He walks up to me while I'm underneath the car and he's like, excuse me, can you pray for me? You know, instantly I dropped everything I was doing. I got out and I started praying for him. And um, he's like, pray for me and my wife for going through divorce. And I just started praying for him um, for everything. And he's like, and after I stopped, he like was almost in tears. He's like, look, the things that you just prayed about, the things that you just said, he's like, these were things that I was thinking about Simple on my obedience. way here. And, Simple obedience. And um, he's like, your your prayer just confirmed everything. He's like, thank you. I'm going to go home Jesus. and fix, fix this. Wow. And this was after a worship night, actually, um, like an extensive worship <laughs> night. I, did, I remember it still it was on a Wednesday wow. night. Wow. And we spent, I spent that whole night in worship. And then next morning I went to work. I was just still glowing with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and that's no, what he said. It, he's it like, does I, affect people around you. It he's does like, I don't know. People. He's like, I don't know what it is, man. I don't know. But when I passed by this place, I felt like I had to stop. Like, <laughs> I just felt like, on, like there was Jesus. this energy here that was just... Um, Wow. Yeah, I'll never forget that moment. And that's so good. That's actually, so just good. a couple of days ago, like what I was going to say is um, I was actually uh, doing a job out in the middle, just in the middle of uh, uh, in the middle of Laurel Road. And there was one guy there who was a heavy alcoholic drinker and I could smell the alcohol on him. He was one of the employees for the guy I was doing work with. And um, I could just see it on his face like he was just um you know, in bondage, bondage from yeah. the alcohol. That's so and for some reason, like when I saw this, I talked to the guy, I had a couple of words and then he walked away and my heart just felt like it was being ripped in half. Like uh, my heart was being broken for this guy and I could not help, but um, I had the, the, the need, I felt the need and the tugging on my heart to just go and pray for this guy. Like I, I went and I, I just told him, look, I'm going to pray for you. I got, you know, I got, held him by the hand and started started saying a prayer, and I led him into the saying the uh, sinners, prayer. the Lord's sinners' prayer, and repentance. And he's like, so he's like, oh, I don't need this, this and that. At first, he was like, oh, I don't need this. I'm just gonna die an alcoholic, this and that. And then, like, I led him into prayer, and something shifted in the way, even like the look on his face. You could you could see like almost as if he got a conviction or something. Wow. the Lord and God touched him um, God I felt like yeah God really touched him and um, he, he was just kind of like wow thank you and when he drove away like uh, 15 minutes later 
I could just see like the joy in his face. Like he had a smile that went from like to, from ear to ear. <laughs> like, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you. That's so awesome. So yeah, like I could I could really uh, relate to what you were saying about like uh, what my heart what, like really. That's something I actually pray for is for my heart to burn for the things that that God's heart burns, God for. burns for. Yes, yes. Just to see what Jesus sees. You know, you know. There's um this analogy that the Lord revealed to me one time and I shared it with my group of friends uh, Lasso was there too but it's like when we have you know the Holy Spirit God within us and we're you know not covering that light but we're letting it shine like the Bible yeah. talks about putting it on you know that hill and letting it be that light to every corner um, it's, it's like having oil essential oil that smells good and every time you get in contact with somebody even if they don't touch you they smell and they're like I, 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 I want yeah. that I want that for I don't know what you have but I want that and yeah, every yeah. time you just pour that out on them and you touch them you pray for That's them right. and now you know they have that oil on them because you know anybody who ever cooked if you get oil Absolutely. on you it's really hard to get it off you no matter how much you try to contain it within you one little drop and your hands will be that's, oily that's and right. that same person that you touched that it just creates this cascade of right. side effects of good ones where that person gets touched contagious. And other, yeah <laughs> contagious bro that person gets touched yeah. and now these other people get touched with that same fragrance and the lord just starts you know the multitudes get yeah, yeah. you know the it's, harvest it's the grace and the love that you show people that makes people want to know more about christ yeah it's it, the love of christ in you that shines out of you yes that and, makes people want to know more and it's like every day we have that choice what essential oil do we want to put on, on our, ourselves do we want to put on that good essential oil of the lord that smells good or do we want to put on that bitterness <laughs> of like right. you know oil. that oil, yeah. onion oil <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just you know stink up the whole room and just with our bitterness and responses so that's just something to always think about like you know when you get up in your day like what are you walking out with absolutely what are you starting yeah. your day out with that's so good um so this comes into this like i guess we could say ending yeah of, ending question. uh ending Can I actually question? Say, start at the beginning um just go back to the beginning real quick i want to and, and if you can like listen um i want to encourage anybody listening anybody who has a testimony whether it be small or strong after hearing my testimony hopefully this is um brought you guys some motivation insight like our testimonies are the most powerful weapon we yes. have especially if it comes to ministry or sharing people reaching people that are um, hurting lost that you can sit there and try to preach the gospel all day long to somebody who might not be open to receive it yeah and they're not gonna want to hear it they're, they might even know the gospel better than you there's there's those people who know the, the they know the scriptures Definitely. but they haven't experienced the presence of the Lord they haven't seen the, the work of God and people and other people's lives so when you share your testimony it's a powerful tool it's a powerful weapon you have to say look this is who I was this is yes, where I've been this is what I've me. been through and this is who Christ has made me there's no there's no way anybody can ever deny that yes. it's an undeniable right. living work of Christ in your life so please share your testimony and 
and practice by sharing practice by sharing it to your christian friends yeah it, you know get into get into small groups yeah practice yeah, by absolutely. sharing your testimonies Doing sharing your testimony place, yeah. not only builds faith it encourages everybody around you that's right to be like god is doing this in your life i want it to be done in my life and right. i want it to be done in my life now like god i need you to do this in my life that's good you know you especially said, yeah. like like healing testimonies people that get healed uh the my experience is sharing sharing the testimonies of when somebody was healed like by what god made me do and like by the prayer that i did like god healed them and when i share that testimony I've had one, I've had one person that when I shared that testimony to, they got healed without me even touching Absolutely, them, praying yeah. to them, or even thinking about praying about them. Yeah, you know, and like, God works in ways that we cannot. Ooh. We God works in ways that we cannot explain. That's right. We God don't have an explanation to how God works. That's right. But testimonies is one proven fact that God can use yeah. in your life, not only to uplift, but also to to bring closer people around you that That's are right. Christians that are not christians because the testimony is not something you can argue against that's right you know that's, somebody that's cannot somebody that's cannot living yeah somebody not, not cannot like just look at you and say oh you're lying to me yeah. well okay that's but right. that's what you experience you know that that's nobody true. can take that away okay it maybe it's hard for you to defend yeah. the bible but it's not hard for you to defend the testimony because the yeah. testimony is something that god that's did so in good. your life that is very important in your life absolutely yeah. so that that's what one thing like whenever i had a healing my first healing testimony that happened for me like I couldn't even fathom like what was going on at that right. point. I just like God did the work. And then like later on when I started sharing, uh, people were just like, wow, I like God can do that. God can do that. And you know, that brings hope for people that brings faith. And like faith is built on testimonies as well as a bunch of other things. But testimony is one thing that will build faith. I was in a room with a preacher one time and uh, this amazing thing that he was saying was, by the end of the service, 75 people will be healed. Wow. <laughs> and I mean, exact thought. And he's like, and after that, first 75 people, another 75 people will be healed by just hearing the testimonies of the first 75 Come people. Come on. And by the end of the service, 150 people on the dot were healed. Wow. Can I just uh, add one more thing? Um, I want to ask you all a question. What are you listening to? You know, what are you watching on your TV? every day yes. that's that's very important music is very a important very simple switch of music yeah you, you might know, not believe but music has a very powerful influence on your mood on your uh, yes. emotion on your thoughts so try this out for yourself try switching your playlist your taste of music whatever it is there's christian whatever your taste of music is there's christian rap there's christian rock that's a good start way to start off if you don't if you're if you're not in the mindset of you know, going to listen to worship music, try it out. There's different genres. There's, you know, if you like hip hop, there's, you know, there's NF, there's um, Lecrae, there's Andy Mineo. If you like, you know, rock and roll, there's uh, Switchfoot. There's plenty of like good, good Christian yeah. artists that you but can- Switching, switching you can, what comes into you will switch what comes out of that's you. That's right. Wow. Your, yes. your, your, the mouths, the heart speaks, no, the, are the insecurities of life or are the issues of life your heart speaks? And when your heart speaks, it's being spe it speaks what's been put into it. And if you're listening to sermons, if you're listening to good music, if you're listening to people that speak to you about God, what the first thing that's gonna come out is that. Yeah, but always. what happens, and I've seen that happen multiple times, is when you put somebody into a place where they don't control what comes out of their mouth first, mm -hmm. the first thing that comes out can actually be terrifying for them. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, um, I didn't mean to say that. Well, 
you said it because it's, that's what your heart is full of. Yeah. Well, the big switch for me was worship music during workouts. Wow. And I didn't know. Well, first it was sermons during workouts. <laughs> it was Michael Coulianos and Todd White servants, serve, and Dan Mueller serve, uh, sermons while working That's out. That's a little intense, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm sitting there, and I'm on the tread, and I'm on the stairmaster, and I'm White, just bro. like, <laughs> like <laughs> working out, and it's just like, we need Jesus, and I'm like, yes, yes, we do. Nice. And I'm like just working, and it gave me so much power, like so much just like, oh, desire to like keep going, and then like worship music, like now it's like worship, worship songs, just like. Like if you ever listen to Waymaker, doing yeah, working out, yeah, I hear you. like that's but, that's an intense song. But yeah, out. taking it down a notch. Not not everyone's gonna be um, ready to like jump into. I know. Worship I, music. I I have this. I have this. So there's other this thing, there's like, other alternatives. You know, there's there's don't be listening to to negativity. Exactly. All you, you said, if music, you guys, music is a reflection of your soul. So your what spirit, you the spirit that's inside of you, gives you an emotion. It gives you a con uh, consciousness. It gives you a thought process. And if you feel that the Holy Spirit is telling you no, follow that. Because that's the simple step of obedience is when you hear no and you say, that's yes, right. God. Yeah. And that's, and, th that's um, it. One more thing I wanted to say is also music's um, not necessarily about what the genre is, but what is being sung about what are the lyrics if the lyrics yes. are trash if the lyrics and negativity then you shouldn't listen to it exactly well guys for <laughs> kind of the last well for the last thing and we're just just to wrap it up all together you know god has been doing a lot of work in your life in the past year since you've been baptized yeah and even before that God's been doing a lot of work in my life and in Daniel's life. And there's much more to come. You know? <laughs> We're believing. I want you in the next minute and a half or so, summarize, not summarize, explain what that tug on your heart feels like. It feels like the tug on my heart in the, in the sense of, in, in what sense? And God's tugging you to do something. It's like a voice that you hear and then through our human instinct, you know, through our like, through our human nature, we're, we start to wonder like, is this really right? Or is this really right? Should I really, is this really like uh, what I'm sp supposed to be doing? And then that tug goes, boom, it takes it, tugs a little harder, a little harder until like you just become overcome and overwhelmed with, uh, yes not not doing like there's no question of like should i do this or can i do this it's like do this now yeah <laughs> yes. wow that's so good Come that's on. so good well that that um that brings us to the conclusion of our episode three in our path of a believer podcast now i'm so thankful for tim for coming on to the Thank show Thank you. our Thanks podcast the show uh we are so happy to have you guys that were watching from home from the cars and you guys are listening to driving and um, we're so happy to have you guys around. And guys, if you have a testimony and if you are around and you want to share your testimony, make sure you guys come on because Tim has Tim had a really powerful testimony how God worked in his life. And you have a powerful testimony how God works in your life. And we'd love to hear it. You know, God works in many different ways and we can never we can never say we can never put God aside and just say that it wasn't God because God feels that. So I want you all to be blessed. If you guys need, if you guys have not seen episode one or two, 
go and watch episode one and two. That's going to be really encouraging for you guys as well and blessing for you guys. And guys, from bottom of our hearts and with all this, with everything we can, just may God bless you. Yes. God, may God set a path forward for you to follow Him and to see to see Him in everything that He does in your life. And guys, that's it. <laughs> Got no more words. <laughs>